Where you going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. It's Monday morning, and you're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and you search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. Might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it, you can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, TwitX, whatever it's called now. Twitix. And sometimes YouTube, but that won't be today because we'll get censored. Uh, you can Then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and sometimes BitChute. Just look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page. That's roadtoconcord.com. That's where you'll find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at the road to concord.com. He's a little slow, but he'll eventually get around to you. You're talking to me about slow. Did you just choke down another yawn on the middle of your script? <laughs> I've been yawning all morning, folks. Yeah, it's a rough morning. It's, it's a Monday morning. Uh, phones are on today, but only for registered numbers. If you wish to call in and are a regular classmate, you may request phone access through an email, and I'll think about it. If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Warn them that Joe is an acquired taste. Yeah, it's not, not necessarily the best taste in your mouth either. But anyway, hey, uh, th- this show is you're as bad sponsor, as our furry now. Meaning we do not solicit business advertising, so we are not limited in the content we provide for y'all. With that said, we ask for your participation on a value-for-value value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page, show description on Rumble, and the comments on the other streams. And thank you. Thank you to all of you that do support oh, yes. the show. Yes, we, yes, we yes. Really thank you very it. much. Thank you very much. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Now, today, just sure. stay seated and give it a chance. You'll soon realize we not might be the smartest, but we each independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. Yes, we had a furry infestation in our headsets this morning. Poor Charlie and I were dealing with the AI. Y'all know she's a furry, despite the fact that she proclaims she's not. She was even meowing to us today, purring and, and meow, meow, meowing. So, Charlie, I did find a cure to our furry infestation. That, that ought to take care of that problem. So we'll just get get Alf to to sick them. So, you know, it's just, if that doesn't work, don't make me get the flying monkeys now, Natasha. So anyway. I came out of bed for this. Yeah, you got out of bed for this. (laughs) It all started when we were, I alluded to one of the stories that are in our show notes today. They don't really, I don't think they don't know what's coming, but it's going to (sighs) be strange, especially if you're trying to be a decent person in this world. So did you see the title of today's show? More signs of the new world order, insanity, depravity, and outright evil in the headlines. Let's start with the new world order. 
people will tell me all the time, there's no such thing. There's no new world order. Who are this proverbial they? Where are they? There's nobody meeting in secret, planning to take over the world. You are right. I absolutely confess they don't meet in secret. They do it out in the open and they televise their meetings. Yep. Um, the World Economic Forum, Davos, is meeting again now. And if you go and you search on Google... It'll be happy to tell you that, no, they don't influence the world leaders and they're not plotting to take over the world and they're not telling our world leaders and our industrialites what to do. Except there's a problem with that. If you then turn around and watch the World Economic Forum's videos, that's exactly what's going on there. A bunch of world leaders and economic movers and shakers and even people who supposedly are against the World Economic Forum you know, like Argentina's new president and Donald Trump and people like that, they all go there. And they do some things that, well, I'm not exactly sure that the rank and file member of our society would approve of. And we're going to see that early, early in our show today. But remember, this is the people of you're going to own nothing and be happy. And if you're not, we're going to make you go away. Well, they didn't say that. Well, yeah, they did actually say that part. Remember, we've played you the video of, well, to save humanity, we're going to have to get rid of all of humanity. Well, almost all of humanity. I mean, if we get rid of eight and a half billion people, we still have 500 million and that's great. And we will have saved humanity by getting rid of the rest of humanity. That lady did say that. I'm being facetious, but that's exactly what she said. We can afford to crack a few eggs as long as we have one egg left. Then that way we could say we saved humanity. This is what happens when you get rid of individuals and you talk about artificial entities like all mankind. Now you can commit atrocities and claim to be the good guy because you saved humanity. But humanity is not a person. You didn't save it. But anyway, I digress. This is also the people of you will eat bugs while they're eating Kobe steak. And it's also the, 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 the people of let's defend the pedophiles. Yes, they, they've done that. And it's also the people of no energy for you, surf. Nah, you know, you're not allowed to use gas. That's because, you know, gas is going, oil is running out and they want to make sure that they can fly their private jets so that, you know, the, the rock singer who's telling you about how you're destroying the world can fly her three dogs to London for her concert on a jet. Yeah. Bette Midler. Yeah. Or Barbara Streisand or whichever one of the ones of those, I think it was Streisand, whichever one of those talking idiots that's always telling us how to live and doesn't do themselves. So that's where we're going to start today. You've got to go to your show notes, roadtoconcord.com. That's our handy-dandy little blog that I'm hoping I can start working on, make it look a little better and a little bit more useful here in the near future. But that requires me to find the time stretcher, and I still have not found that thing. But when I do, I'll stretch the day into 36 hours, and then I'll have time to do this. Our first story for the day. Oh, boy. This is not going to be a comfortable day for a lot of us because I'm assuming that the majority of us here still understand this antiquated, old-fashioned, traditional thing called morality. Well, this is from Not the Bee, and it's by Jessica, oh, wow, Schweitonowski. I'm sorry, Jessica, I didn't mean to butcher your name. It's from Ski. January 18th, 2024, it says, Escorts in Davos are all booked up again thanks to the elites being in town. 
and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I am going to scroll down here and show you something. These people are making an insane amount of money, upwards of $750 an hour. Some of them are making, uh, they're booking for a quarter of the summit, you know, uh, for two days, two full days for um, 8,000 euros. And yeah, these are, these are some really high priced, oldest professional in the world type workers. And as soon as the people from our beloved uh, world leaders and, you know, all of those folks that are supposed to be telling us how we're supposed to live, as soon as they show up, Lord bleed, glory be, there ain't, ain't a free working girl in town to be had. They're all booked up for the whole Davos convention. Let me ask you something. What does that imply about our world leaders and CEOs of our largest corporations? A bunch of sex-crazed maniacs, maybe? And how many of those you think are on Epstein's list? And do you have any idea? I mean, can you... I Googled it. It's got nothing to do at all. They're not connected. Nothing. There's no reason whatsoever that we can't investigate Pizzagate. There was nothing to Pizzagate. Nothing to it. I mean, it's not like the president of the United States is smuggling call girls into the White House in the underground tunnels. Well, that's not Pizzagate, Joe. It's exactly the exact same thing. You know, finding the, the hidden tunnels underneath the, uh, the uh, synagogue here in New York and all that good stuff. I thought those tunnels didn't exist. By the way, it was President Clinton who smuggled the prostitutes into the White House using the underground tunnels. And that's known. That's in the public record. That, that was confirmed by Secret Service. We know that that happened. If, if these people, and you know why they don't mind spending $750 an hour on, a, on, on these working girls? They're not paying for it. You and I are. Or their people are. Or in the case of Facebook, they just pass it on to their advertisers or the people using Facebook or whatever. These people never pay for this. They just take it from somebody else. Anyhow, let's go back and read the next story. This is from the Gateway Pundit. You can find it in different places. I just, Gateway Pundit is the best place to find these stories the quickest and the easiest. This is uh, by Jim Holt, January 21st, 2024. We were the gatekeepers. We owned the facts as well. Watch. The Wall Street Journal chief editor whines about losing control of the narrative at Davos. Her name is Emma Tucker. And here's her little rant. And she is, you can watch the video. It's down here see if you're watching the screen there's the video you can go to the story link and watch the video part of it she says emma tucker says if you go back really not that long ago as i say we owned the news we were the gatekeepers and we were very much owned the facts as well if it's if it said it in the wall street journal if it said it in the wall street journal she's not very eloquent here the new york times then that was fact Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for their news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. So it's no longer good enough for us to just say this is what happened. 
or this is the news, we have to explain, almost like explaining our working. So readers expect to understand how we source stories. They want to know how we got about go about getting these stories. We have to sort of lift the bonnet, as it were, and in a way that the newspapers aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing. We need to be much more transparent about how we go about collecting the news. Now, that sounds like a good thing, except she's complaining. She's not advocating this. She's complaining that she has to do this. And she's complaining that people no longer believe anything and everything that the New York Times says. Well, with good reason. The New York Times has been caught in lies so many times. And I mean lies. Fabrication of stories. Intentional, deliberate fabrications that they knew to be false. That nobody should listen to the New York Times anymore. They shouldn't. So she's complaining that since she's destroyed her credibility, she and her organization have destroyed their credibility. Um. She's complaining about losing the narrative. That's because that means that propaganda doesn't work anymore. I got to do something real quick. Make myself a quick note there. A little something there for Charlie to read when he gets a chance to. Um, so this is Davos. This is at Davos. This is happening at Davos. If you, if you look, the picture right there, she's got the World Economic Forum label behind her. So what does that lead us to? Well, from there, we're going to get another story. We've already seen this one once. E Thank you, Charlie. EU president demands more government control to counter misinformation. So because the global elite media no longer has control over the narrative and their propaganda is not working and people are starting to learn and push back, now we got to crack down on it. And that's what this lady is saying. She's saying... Our freedom comes with risks, European Union EU President Ursula von der, von der Leyen told the World Economic Forum, WEF Davos, the, the top concern is disinformation and misinformation as the boundary between online and offline is getting thinner and thinner. This is from Rebel News. Uh, Alex Dalywal, uh, January 16th, 2024. I've already shared this with you once before. There's the video. World Economic Forum, Davos, so you're right there. You can see the video, see where she's at. And you can watch it and see all the different exchanges going back and forth. One of the things she says in this article is that the West's government's transparency is being used against it. Excuse me? When have the governments of the Western world been transparent? That hasn't happened for a long time now. I don't know that it ever was. No government is ever transparent. By nature, it's conspiratorial in its own existence. and It wants to keep its secrets. That's part of our problem with our governments. Sorry about that. I had to clean up the file. So she's complaining that there's not enough censorship going on on the global stage. So this is a, this is a World Economic Forum. You got the one of the head editors of the New York Times. Nobody believes us anymore. So the EU lady says, well, you know, that's the, people are falling for disinformation, so we need more censorship. And then she says, people are using this against us because we're so open and honest. Okay, stop. I've already Googled this. This doesn't happen. 
I don't have heads of the U.S. media and heads of different states, and, and I don't have people in Davos telling me what we're going to do and not going to do, and then bringing it back to our country and actually implementing the things that they talk to each other about. That doesn't happen. I, Google told me, swore up and down, Snopes, all the fact checkers told me that's not happening. Then what was all this? I guess this is the misinformation they want to silence. Why would you want to silence this? Well, the only, re the only way you're going to believe Google when they tell you this isn't happening is if you can't see it happening with your own eyes and ears. But that's okay. They'll tell you this is all fake video. Well, how would I know? You guys lie. Anyway, it's all just nice and pretty handy dandy, right? This is, we're, we're just in the World Economic Forum so far, right? Let me go to another Gateway Pundit story. This one here, oh boy, boys and girls. This is Leo Holman. It's from the Gateway Pundit. It's guest contributor, January 18th, 2024. The title is Leo Holman. Elections will soon be a quaint relic of the past, says globalist Klaus Schwab. And when you read the story, there it is. Right there's the video. Look, same backdrop. This is the World Economic Forum. This is Davos. They're broadcasting this stuff live. You can go watch it. What he's telling us is that AI is going to get so good at predicting the results of an election that we don't need to have elections anymore. Why bother with the trouble? AI will tell us how it came out. There are people who believe this. There's a problem with this. Garbage in, garbage out. I was reading the polls right now, just on MSN News. Donald Trump has beaten everybody in the world, but at the same time, Biden is beating Donald Trump in the polls. The same news source tells me that Trump's going to win the election, but Biden has already beaten him because the polls say Biden will win, but the polls say Trump will win. How's the AI going to figure that out? Garbage in, garbage out. If you give the AI garbage, you get garbage. It's very simple. It's the same way that Biden won the last election. Yeah, you just decide what the outcome is going to be, feed that to the AI. The AI says, yeah, sure, i give you what you wanted. That's simple. Yep, that's exactly how that'll happen. This idiot Schwab means this. Now, let's say they let AI pick our leaders for us because it knows what's going to happen. How long do you think it'll be before we have three little AIs running around and we call them precogs and they decide when you and I are going to commit a crime and put us in jail before we've ever committed it? Yeah, you know the minority report? You know that predictive programming that tells us what's coming? Well, that's just fiction, Joe. No, it isn't. If you dig into that, there's people talking about how they can predict when you're going to commit a crime before you commit it, that they should put you in jail before you do these Aren't things. Aren't they already doing that? Yes, in some places they are. Yes. So don't think this is crazy. Understand what it is you're hearing. Filter these stories through the lens of evil because that's who's talking to you. Klaus Schwab, oh, he's got a group of people he talks to. And they've got their earthly plans, but they've all got the same spirit puppet master's hand up their backsides. And that's why they all sound alike and they all work in the, the same direction. We're not done. This is just the World Economic Forum. This is from the Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoft, January 17th, 2024. 
holy hell, another elitist freak show. Demonic witch mumbles incantations, hexes, hexes the stage, blows air on the attendees. Welcome to Davos. Do not dismiss this. There's the video. This is how they opened Davos this time. The witch is on the right. Now that one on the left, that woman on the left, the way she's dressed, I'm pretty sure she might be one of the cohorts of uh, Mr. Schwab when he's in his Klingon demonic, you know, satanic outfit. Because she doesn't exactly look like a ray of sunshine and all dressed in white either. And yes, if you watch the video, this woman, this is a satanic blessing of their meeting, dedicating it to the occult, to, to pagan gods at the very least. Okay, so that's just nothing, Joe. That's just their religion. Really? It's nothing. Charlie, do you think this is nothing? Well, I don't know if I'd call it nothing, but, you know, you're, you're just, you know, you're just a conspiracy kook that's, you know, thinks everything is evil. Well, from my perspective, which is clearly stated as a biblical perspective, where I embrace the scriptures, this is evil. Oh, you're going to bring up that Bible thing? Yeah, we're going to bring up that Bible thing. Well, you know, this is a Bible-based show. Um, just because we don't want our modern day, you know, we're so sophisticated, we can't believe in the gods and the, in the spirits and the demons anymore. Does that mean that the spirits and the gods and the demons don't believe in us? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said something about that. I think once. Yeah. And if she's going to blow onto, you know, a little bit about demonology <laughs> when she blows her breath onto everybody in the audience, what is she doing? Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we could have a long discussion about that. Yes, we could. So this is not, if you know what you're seeing, this is not nothing. No, it's not. I'm going to leave you, thanks, Charlie. I'm going to leave you, class, to decide on this one yourself. But if you understand what this is, anybody in that room that didn't immediately ask Yahweh and the Messiah for protection, and I don't mean, I mean anybody in that room, be it Trump, be it the Argentine press, I don't care. If you didn't recognize what was going on and, and, and plead for protection from El Elyon, God most high, you're working for the enemy. Whether you recognize it, admit it or not, you were just blessed and baptized to, to Satan. That, that's that's what this is, folks. That That's exactly what this is. And this isn't a joke. That woman there that did that knows it. Now, from Breitbart, uh, let's see if I have the headline here. This is uh, Kurt Zendulka, 21 January 2024. Davos Globalist demands worldwide coordinated system of carbon taxes at the WF summit. And if you come down, it says that this is being pushed by Minister Muhammad al-Jadan from uh, Saudi Arabia. And they want the entire world taxed to save us from the carbon. Uh, folks, global warming is nothing more than a hoax. It, it's a COVID-19. It's parallel to COVID-19. I'm going to hoax you with the global warming so that I can tax you globally. 
I'm going to hoax you with COVID-19 so I can jab you with my poison. Yes, folks, that's what I said, and I mean it. And I've got other stories that prove it's true. The The correlation between the jab and what's happening to people across the globe is too strong to, to ignore. And the common factor is the jab. But here, these people want to tax you to death. Just because you live, you breathe. Well, if if the carbon, and don't forget, you've been now named by the WEF and other people as one of the chief sources of global warming. You are breathing. So as soon as you're taxed to breathe, you're paying to live. You're paying these people to live, literally, to be allowed the privilege of living. They're not going to pay that tax. They're just going to take it from you and pay themselves. And you want to know why I look at this as a through a filter of evil? Does anybody have a better term for this? We're just talking about the WEF. Next story from BT Business Daily. <clears throat> it says... There is nothing that cannot be controlled by humankind. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella at Davos. And the Microsoft CTO speaking at the World Economic Forum annual meeting 2024 highlighted the potential of artificial intelligence to accelerate scientific progress. And he means that there is nothing that man cannot control. Charlie, put your microphone on for me for a minute there, please, sir. If I can control anything and everything... It's what that man just said, right? What does that make me? A god. Have I not said these people think they're gods? Yes. So even if he doesn't use the word, I am a god, if he says that he can do the things gods do, form and function, what is he telling us he is? He's a god. And he said mankind. Yeah, mankind's his own god right here. Secular humanists. If you've ever doubted me when I told you these people think they're gods, how much more evidence do I have to give you? I can find it over and over. How much more do you need from me, Charlie? No, this is this will do it. We've got John Dewey. I've got Goodman. We had Ingersoll. Now we got this dude. How many more? And it's a consistent velocity vector. They never waver from their path. Folks, this right here, this is absolute insanity. AI is a tool. It is only as good as the person using it. If you give it bad data because you don't know all the variables, let alone the values for those variables, whatever it puts out cannot be trusted. And yet, this man thinks that they can do anything and everything. That's insanity. This is, this is, this is mad scientist-level insanity. This is Dr. Mengele stuff. And these people think this is a great thing. You know, we were feeding the AI some Looney Tunes songs earlier before the show. I'm thinking we should find one for ourselves. Remember that song, It's a Mad, Mad World? I think maybe it applies here today. Next story. This is a... Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoft, again, January 21st, 2024. Maria Bartorimo, this is Klaus Schwab, got up and walked out of the room during Argentina President Milio's speech at Davos attacking globalist power in the hungry elites. There are other stories in the news about Schwab is losing control of his organization. He's run it for over 50 years. 
he started it with a $6,000 grant and he thinks of himself as Mr. Davos. He's, he's, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me, let me help you out real quick. I got to get somebody for you. He's not going to be in green, but you'll recognize him. Would you come here for a minute? Yes. Yes. Mr. Bakunovic. What, 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 what can I do for you? Would you please tell the, tell the class who Mr. Schwab is? Oh yes. Heil Schwab. This is our great, the boss of Hydra. Yes. Everybody, this is super boss of Hydra, Mr. Schwab and Mr. Soros and several others and Mr. Gates. And these are all boss of Hydra, Mr. Bakunovic. Is this, this is what you wanted me to tell the class? Yes, Dr. Evil, thank you very much. Oh, uh, no problem, Mr. Bakunovic, any, any, any time. So yeah, Schwab is Dr. Evil, depending on how you look at it. I mean, he just wants to depopulate the globe. Not himself, mind you, or any of his call girls. I'm pretty sure he needs to keep them or his little children that he plays with, or whatever he might be doing. So he walked out. And when I looked into this, there's there's a power struggle within the uh, the WEF at Davos, because they say he's too old, and they've got to replace him now. Do you guys have any idea? Do you remember history? Get in your own personal Wayback Machines. What happens to dictators? when the young bucks try to take over the organization or the, or the tyranny, the empire that they've built, what, how do they usually react? I suspect that if you're at the WEF and you're an underling, there might be a purge here soon. If you go missing, I'd go look and see if whether or not Dr. Evil there at the at Davos has been performing any of his rituals. There might've been a couple sacrifices made. It's not pretty. It's dangerous. I'm not saying anything will happen of it. But what I'm telling you is, it's a warning sign. Now, of all these stories I brought you about the WEF, none of them hacked me off as much as the one I'm about to share with you. I wonder if the suicide rate for WEF participants will increase. It might. From the Gateway Pundit, Jim Hoft again, January 19th, 2024. House Republicans introduced bill to withdraw funding from the Globalist World Economic Forum. Did y'all hear what I just said? House Republicans introduce a bill to withdraw funding from the Globalist World Economic Forum. And when you read down, you find out the United States government has been given millions to this organization for years. I did not know that. These people want to get rid of the United States and we're funding it? Excuse my French, but whiskey tango foxtrot over. Why is this so hard to do? I, I'm sorry, class. I got no words for this. I've got, I don't know what to say. We're funding this? I got a word for it evil treason it is literally according to the constitution because these people have declared war on the united states well joe they don't have, they're not using force of arms no they're not they're using asymmetrical warfare techniques but it is a war because the goal is to erase the united states these are globalists ah we're over the target my screen froze <laughs> my screen froze we're over the target these are globalists these are communists this is the communist internal or international or whatever what jimmy zinker calls them i i don't 
I once upon a time knew their words. I don't care anymore. These are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They're mad. They're insane. They're nuts. But yet, Google tells me that it's a conspiracy theory to think that they are meeting with world leaders or the leaders of global corporations and talking to each other to coordinate their plans and then taking it back to their respective countries and implementing those plans. That's all conspiracy theory stuff. That's not happening. So every one of those stories we just read from all the different sources must have all been fake, right? No, wrong. It's real. It's been going on for years. What you have is Google lying to you and all the fact checkers lying to you. Why? You answer that for yourself. I, I answer that for yourself. That's, that's for you. Why are they lying to you? You figured that out. So let's move on to insanity. Gateway Pundit. You can find this story in other places. It just says guest contributor, January 21st, 2024. Hate crime for being white at a football game leads to legal action. What? Yes, this is like a little league football game. And one of the children put black face paint on, you know, like you see the NFL players do all the time and the college players do. Doesn't matter what skin color they are. A lot of them will do this, you know, African-Americans, white Americans, in between Americans, they'll put the little face paint on. You know, people say, well, it reduces the glare. Well, it, it doesn't, but that's not why they're doing it. It's, it's, it's a modern-day form of war paint, you know, because football's modern-day form of combat. So what did they do? They accused that child of putting on blackface and being a racist. And now there's legal action over all of this because he's being accused of a hate crime. He was told to go home. I agree. There was a hate crime committed. I agree. Somebody should have been made to go home. The people who accused the child of this should have been immediately removed from any and all public position of authority, stripped of any and all benefits, and forever banned from public service, and then charged with the crime that they accused this child of committing and prosecuted for the crime themselves. Because to see racism in something that all races practice on the football field the racist is in the eye of the of the accuser. So I agree. The people who accused this boy should have been tried for a hate crime. They're racists. It also happens to be that they're white. This is insanity right here, folks. These stories, and this is just this is this is not an outlier. This is happening more and more. This is insanity. And I do mean the textbook definition of insanity. Our society is slowly going mad. Here's another story for you. Teacher's homework assignment asks children to declare independence from parents and authority. So when you read it, they gave them a writing assignment, said declare your, you know, like the Declaration of Independence. You read the story, and what the teacher wants the children to do is declare their independence from their parents and or all authority. And I immediately had a little firefly that saw this moron up in front of a class saying, well, you know that children know a lot more about things than their parents. In a lot of ways, you're smarter than your parents because you just know more than they do. You're in a world that they didn't have to grow up in. Al Gore, talking to grade schoolers, 
you know, one through fifth, one through sixth grade. He has no business talking to them that way, but he did. And when you tell students that young for the rest of their life that they know more than their teachers and more than their parents and more than every, they grow up believing that crap. And the next thing I know, I can make big money running around the United States, sticking a microphone in somebody's face and say, who attacked America on December 7th, 1941? Oh, that was the uh, jihadis. Or I can say, who attacked America on, you know, September 11th, 2001? Uh, uh, Russia? Who's the president of the United States? Uh... Who's the vice president of the United States? We have a vice president. Well, those are actually correct. Yeah, I know. But you laugh, except there are people making good money on YouTube making these very videos. Now, well, Joe, they're just acting. Really? Really? Anybody on this on on in the classroom right now ever watch or, or listen to Glenn Beck when he did um Moron trivia, where they just called people up blind and asked them five questions that every American who's engaged in politics should have known the answer to. They would call convenience stores and get the person who's running the convenience store. And every now and then, you'd get somebody who actually owned the store and they know all the answers. But usually you got people who didn't even know their own name or couldn't speak English. Well, I got no problem with immigrants. Don't, don't, don't even start that mess with me. Do not start that mess with me. If you're an immigrant and you're here legally, I've got no problem with you. I know what the United States is built on. Welcome. If you came here legally, welcome. But if you came here legally and you're working on or you got your citizenship, you know how to speak English. It's part of the requirement. You need to get better at it because this country speaks English. If I moved to a different country, I'd learn their language. One of the first things we had to do when we went to Saudi Arabia in Desert Storm was start learning a little bit of Arabic, Farsi really, so that we could talk to the locals. Otherwise, it's hard to get along. I don't say I'm fluid in it, but I learned enough of it to get around and make sure that I didn't end up in the wrong place. It wasn't my job to tell them to learn English. So you do this more on trivia, you find out that these videos are not all fake. These things are real. And that's how stupid we've gotten it as a, as a country because this is the type of homework assignment teachers are giving. You think this is an accident? This is social engineering. They're programming your children. That's what this is. Next one. Blow this one up. This is from Breitbart. Uh, let's see. Warner Todd Houston, 18 January 2024. Maine, the state of Maine, a bill allows authorities to take away kids from parents who resist transgendering their children. So if your child's teacher in Maine convinces him that she's a girl and needs to transform transform into a girl and you object, they take your kid away. That's what this bill will allow. Hasn't passed yet. I don't care. That's not the point. The point is this bill should have never been drawn up. What monsters 
and I mean monsters, depravity to the point that you are no longer considered a human being in my mind. What type of evil monsters draw this crap up? These children are not at a point where they can make these decisions. And what Deuteronomy is dancing in my head right now. The people who want to transgender children are evil. I remember what Moses said we do with evil. Charlie, I don't want to say it because we'll get a strike, but do you, do, you, do you have any idea what's dancing around in my head? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that we remove the evil from amongst us? Yeah. It used to be the parents uh, took their disobedient children to the gate of the city, and I'll, that's all where I'll leave it that but, uh, yeah. This type of story makes me fighting mad, folks. I've got this under insanity. I could have put this under evil, too. But this is insane. This is, this is, that's cuckoo for anybody who signed on to that bill, who drafted it and put their name to it. They are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I, that's the kindest way I have to say they are insane. Got another story for you. Gateway Pundit. This one is from Cullen Lineberger or Lin, Lindberger, January 19th, 2024. F explicative or expletive rather, these cops. He wouldn't move. Deranged New York woman runs over a police officer to teach him a lesson and is not charged with attempted murder. Here's the picture. Because he wouldn't move, she hits him to teach him a lesson. No attempted murder. Read the story. I mean, this is at, there's video of it. When this, and this is not an outlier. This isn't, this is just the story I chose to share with you. I have a whole file folder of these stories that I've collected in the last 12 months. They're coming daily. This is not the norm. When people tell me, well, it's always been this way. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. When I grew up, you would have never done this to a cop. Never. You wouldn't have even thought about it. And if you had, chances are you wouldn't have ended up in court to be charged with attempted murder. Chances are you wouldn't have made it. You can see this depravity just by shopping at Walmart. Yeah, three people. They'll kill three people over a cup. Well, I'm talking even simpler than that. The way I was taught in growing up is, you know, you stay out of people's way. You know, you you say excuse me or whatever. If if you you pay attention to people around you, pay attention to what's around. People don't do that anymore. No, I mean. They will block an entire aisle just, you know, in, in, in are oblivious to anything around them. Case in point, my wife and I were at the store just yesterday, literally, Charlie. And the lady has her buggy sit kind of catty corner in the center of the aisle doing this. Yeah. So, no, we were at Sam's. So she blocked the aisle at Sam's. Oh, what? That, that, that takes a bit. Okay. So she, my wife and I go all the way around her. We go through the center of Sam's here locally, and we come up the other side near the freezer, 
and this lady has moved. And now I know you folks don't know this, but Charlie will know I'm, I'm coming from the bakery section going over to the freezer goods on the opposite left corner of the store. And she's right there in that intersection where the wine bottles are doing this again. And now she's holding up an entire intersection of people trying to get around her. Oh my gosh. And me being who I am, nice Christian brother, <laughs> trying to be nice. I just imitated Jar Jar Binks and I said loud enough for her to hear how wooed. And she didn't even look up. No, no, no. So yes, you're correct. Yeah. We do not Oblivious. care about each other. Yes. And I mean, that, that just goes to the very basics of society. And then you take that up, you know, to the level of this article here. I mean, it's not that big of a stretch. And then if this guy had had a partner who had shot this woman, they'd be putting the partner in jail. Oh, this yeah. is deadly assault. Yeah. This is an assault with a deadly weapon against a police officer. Yeah. That that justifies you being shot, lady. If, if that officer had had a partner there and he, that partner had shot you, that's justifiable shooting. But they'd put the cop in jail. Yeah. We've lost our minds. And people tell me, Joe, you can't see signs of social decay. We're not falling apart. We're not. We haven't lost our minds. We've lost our morality. We've lost our soul. Yes. Every story that I'm sharing with you today is an indication of social decay at an accelerating rate. There will come a point when society collapses to a point where it cannot support itself. Right now, I've shared this with you. If you take the boomers and Gen Xers out of society right now, <laughs> It's over. You're done. You're done. They are 75% of your managerial force. And they are the oldest two generations left in our society right now. The people below them that still know how to do anything for themselves and get things done will become little G minor gods. You won't be able to, you won't be able to touch them. You'll need them too much. And when they realize that, you're going to have tyrants the likes of which dune has never seen because those people will know that you're going to let them do whatever they they want to do you don't have a choice why well you know if you've never seen the movie this reference won't make any sense to you but you know plants crave brando why brando's got electrolytes plants crave electrolytes so you give plants brando which is gatorade and now you want to know why the plants are dying and some idiot comes along and says well give them water and all of a sudden, water. he's a genius because water. he saved us by giving them toilet water to the plants. And the plants now grow and we can all eat. So he saved us all from starvation by telling us to use toilet water on the plants instead of Gatorade. And that's the level. If you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you have a homework assignment. Find the movie Idiocracy. Yeah. It was a satire that became a documentary of the American people. Go watch it. And cry. You don't need popcorn and candy for that movie. You need napkins, a box of room, box of tissues. Because when you find out that that's exactly who we've become. Yes, water, like from the <laughs> like toilet. From James Holt has seen the movie. <laughs> James has seen the movie. Yeah. All right, well, we're, we're not done with this. We're going to keep going. This is all just under insanity. Why would this one be listed as insanity? Also from the Gateway Pundit is a guest contributor, January 19th, 2024. 
NH representatives file bill to stop solar radiation modification, SRM, and other forms of weather engineering experiments, such as stratospheric aerosol injection, SAI, in New Hampshire's atmosphere. Uh, oh, what? Oh, let me tell you. They can do that? Oh, yeah. But the levels of insanity here. First of all, what good is it going to do to control New Hampshire's atmosphere in a climate that doesn't know borders for atmosphere? The atmosphere doesn't respect borders, folks. So how does New Hampshire enforce this when all the neighboring states stuff can just blow into their world? And then everything they're doing good in their world will blow into the neighbor next to them. The, the idea, as my drill instructor would say to the New Hampshire representatives here, did your parents have any children that lived? This is not going to work for the simple fact that you would need the entire world to do this in order for it to work, which is why the Kyoto Accords aren't going to work because you can't get China and India into alignment. So nothing works. They can poison the whole globe, even though everybody else shuts down and lives as Aborigines and never makes another single global warming gas ever, ever, ever. And the world will still die just because of those two countries. We are, we are all idiots fornicating for chastity. But now here's the other one. This is on the scale of insanity with man can control everything because that's exactly what they're trying to do. Climate control. We don't want hurricanes and nasty storms. Do you all realize what happens to the earth without hurricanes and bad storms? It dies. What? No, it won't. Yes, it will. They all serve a purpose in our ecology. And these people, before they even understand this, are going to go try and change the environment. This is madness. Did you vote for this? Did you vote for people to mess around with the environment like this? Do you remember anybody even asking you to vote for this? Do you remember this being discussed in a bill anywhere? Did we hear about it anywhere? Do you think they'd even care what you and I thought? Remember, it's democracy until we get in the way of their agenda. Then there is no more democracy. Then there's just put the public in its place. Thank you, Walter Lippmann. Last story here, disease X, this is from Breitbart in uh, headline is Olivia, let's say Rondeo, Rondeo, yeah, Rondeo, 21 January, 2024, disease X, the WHO director calls for international treaty to plan for the next pandemic. I'm pretty sure he wants you to say, we need an international treaty so we can plan for what we're going to do if and when the next pandemic shows up. That's not what he just said. You can read the story and that's how it reads. I can translate progressive ease for you. We need an international treaty so that we can plan the next pandemic to force the people to take more jabs. That's what he's saying. No, he isn't, Joe. He's the WHO. He works with the UN, who works with Davos, who's already told us that's exactly what they're waiting to do is put out the next pandemic so that they can lock us down and put more jabs in us. Well, Joe, you can't make those connections. Oh, yes, I can. What was that thing that Gates said? Something something about vaccines? I forgot oh, yeah. what it was. Oh, he's going to give us vaccines that we don't even need a shot to take now. 
called sloughing, and that was in the news last week. Oh yeah, now they're developing them that that are like patches, like nicotine patches. Oh, they've had that stuff. now since the yeah. first one. Remember that was the one that they were calling it, it a lysocene or whatever, and it glows and it, they they put the patch with the micro needles on it and on your hand. Yeah, uh, folks, this is absolute insanity. I want to. I wish for being a conspiracy theorist, you know what people claim. How is it I'm a conspiracy theorist and I got no idea what the ultimate goal here is? mostly a conspiracy theorist always knows what the answer to their conspiracy is. I don't know. What are these people up to? I mean, I've got a general idea, but what exactly, how are they trying to achieve their goals? This is individually. You take these stories just on their own one at a time. They don't, they're easy to dismiss. People can just, eh, whatever. Put them together. Do not see the pattern. If you're if you're over 30 years old, let's see. No, you got to be about 40 now to see it. Yeah, I'm afraid so. You got to be at least close to your 40s to, to have a chance of seeing this. The idea that the world has always been this way? No, it hasn't. And this is why they got to get rid of us elderly folks. We can remember a time when it wasn't like this. And although it wasn't perfect, it was better. It was better than it is right now. The signs of social decay are everywhere. How how many of you have run into things that you have a problem just getting? Like for a while there, they were short on jelly packets at uh, Cracker Barrel. And then you couldn't get milk duds. And then there was no milk. And then it was the the certain types of bread. You couldn't get chicken, chicken fingers at Hardee's. Have you noticed that we're starting to see shortages of things that the great capitalist world that we were in never saw, never had the problem with? There's supply, there's evidence of supply chain disruption in our, in our society. I long for the days of leave it to beaver. Yeah. Tell me about it. Why is that a problem? Supply chain problems in, in the, the absolute Best logistical system that has ever been known to man. You know why this country won World War II? It wasn't because we made better weapons, because we didn't. We just made so many of them, nobody could keep up with us. And it wasn't just that we made them. We could get them from point A to point B faster than anybody else in the world. Smoothly. This country was about business. And we were good at getting what was needed, where it was needed, at the time it was needed. We were the best that the world has ever seen. Well, when that machine can't get milk duds to the dollar general store of a country that's addicted to sugar and candy. And you know why they couldn't get the milk duds? I found out. It's got nothing to do with what you might think. Greenness environmentalism they had to change the glue they use on their boxes and it doesn't work so the boxes won't seal and as soon as the box cracks open they can't sell the candy anymore because the box is no longer sealed couldn't get milk duds because the greenie weenies forced a change in the glue that those people were using on a box 
does anybody here have any idea just how fragile the world you live in is? Do you? Three days. If that. If that, yeah. And do you understand the absolute insanity of the people playing with this world? They are mad. When I use the image of a monkey playing with a button connected to a nuclear weapon, I'm not kidding. It is not hyperbole. It is not an exaggeration. The people running our country, both at the corporate level and in politics, at every level of politics, they're that depraved and they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. And they wouldn't care if you tried to tell them because they're convinced that things are always going to be the way they are. Well, it's never happened before. It's not going to happen now. First of all, it has happened before. What happened to classical civilization back in ancient times? There was a collapse, right? And it happened fast, matter of a decade or two. The whole ancient world collapsed. Yeah, Joe, but that's a decade or two. Yeah. When do you think this collapse started? I'll tell you when it started. We are five days away from... That's your starting point. Which means you're over a decade into it. The ancient world collapsed in just a couple decades. I know what caused it. It had nothing to do with just the moral depravity in Rome. That's what set them up. I know what caused the collapse. And we've already invited that cancer into our own country. I've got a story I'll have to share with you later this week. They interviewed a uh, illegal alien coming into this country and said, where are you coming from? And he got angry with him. He said, don't worry about it. All of you will find out soon enough. That was the answer. That illegal alien is boasting about something he knows that we don't. What do you think it might be? That we're going to find out why he's here. That boast was an angry boast, and it was not from a man who's here because he's being persecuted somewhere else. He's here for a plan. Gee, we're not done. I've got more stories to share after the break. The worst ones. We'll see you in six minutes.
Holt just this is why I love y'all. I never considered this, Mr. Holt, water jug. He says, I think that the AI singularity is already here. It's the only explanation I can come up with to justify the insanely accelerated pursuit of green energy solutions. AI is expected to consume 85 to 135 terawatts of energy by 2027. AI is an energy hog. And then he says, sorry, Natasha, no offense intended. <laughs> but I'm still, yeah. calling, I'm still calling detention for calling me fat. <laughs> sensitive about that. Come on, man. Order jug. I think she thinks you're cute. She wants you in the detention hall with her. Anyhow, On second thought. I'll let it slide. No detention. Nope. 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 Sorry. Nope. Don't we have headlines? Let's get. Hey up, water jug. I just got you out of detention. I'll take my twenty dollars now. <laughs> we love driving our uh, crazy, but yes, I can see this now, water jug. That that could be, you know, there's got to be solar and wind for you and I, which won't work, so that the rest of the energy goes to the AI. I get that. I see. I, I see. I should have thought about that. I didn't. No, nope. my fault. So we've got more stories here for us, boys and girls, and we have to continue. Uh, let's go to the next one I have for you. <laughs> I'll pay by you for PayPal me Friday. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll gladly pay you Wednesday for the hamburger you give me today. <laughs> this is not the bee uh, from the staff on January 19th, 2024. Report. Sports Illustrated lays off entire staff after AI controversy using trans models on a cover of Swimsuit Edition. What? Oh, you, you, can, you can read this if you want, but this is just, um, this is insanity. Just, just, yuck, yuck. That's just yuck. You can read it, but this is we are now into depravity. Okay, now I told you about this one. This is from Breitbart. Ain't she cute? She ain't real. Storyline is Lucas Nolan, 19 January 2024. It says big profits from a fake girlfriend's AI model Lexi Love rakes in thirty thousand dollars a month from lonely men. Yippers! Now all these little girls on TikTok that get in their bikinis and shake their things to make their money from their advertising following and all that stuff on TikTok are going to be out of business because AI is going to take their place, and there won't be a single person there. That, that 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 picture you're looking at on your screen, that's not a real woman. Hey, Natasha can make money now. Hey, we can put her to work. It's not worth it. <laughs> you gave our AI its own its own brain, man, I swear. Um did y'all see this one? This is from the Gateway Pundit, but you'll find this story everywhere. This is by Cullen uh Lineberger, January 18th, 2024. It says, oh my, bizarre footage emerges showing the woke, anti-white United Airlines CEO performing in drag. You'll also find videos and pictures of him crawling around on the ground out there like a little animal. Now, he's anti-white, but he's a white guy. He's a CEO of United Airlines. This is the same guy who thinks that diversity in the cockpit is more important than qualifications. No, Joe, he did Yes, he has. 
Y'all want to fly United? I won't get on that airplane to save my life. Not anymore. This is, the FAA is endorsing this. Mm-hmm. DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Also known as apartheid. What? Yes, it's called apartheid. DEI being pushed by people like Obama. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's that's the catch for the buzz phrase. But what it is is if you are got more melatonin in your skin than the white boy, you need the position. Why? Well, it's got nothing to do with qualifications. It's because whitey's bad. That is apartheid, you know, where the minority race rules the majority race. I thought that was bad when it happened in South Africa when whites were ruling over the blacks. I thought that was a bad thing. Why is it all of a sudden good here? Hmm? Why? I'll let you answer that for yourself. You can come up with your own answers. You're big boys and girls. You, you know what you're doing. And it would look like my screen has, there it is. I thought maybe it's screw, screwed up again. I got to blow this one up for you. Oh, boy. This one bugs the heck out of me. <clears throat> First of all, the one on the left is not Rachel Levin. That's a guy. I will not call him a female. This is transgendered Admiral Rachel Levine and Deputy Assistant Secretary of Nuclear Energy Sam Brighton or Brenton at the French Embassy on Bastille Day at the reception. Assistant Secretary of Nuclear Energy? That guy has a mental problem. That right there on your screen is insanity. That's depravity. Remember, we shared the story from the left saying that these people have mental diseases, mental problems. Joe, you can't say that. Yes, I can because it's true. And, and I'm being told I have to embrace that or I'm a hater. How long before you're told that you have to embrace the pedophiles or you're a hater? Oh, wait a minute. They've already started doing that. How much longer do you think your society is going to hold together when people like this are in charge of your nuclear department? Nuclear energy. And where else are they? If I go to Davos and I go looking into these escorts that are all booked up, what type of trouble am I going to find there? I mean, it's not like the Chinese are instituting brothels in Boston to gobble up our politicians and CEOs and military. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we shared that story with you last week, didn't we? Crap. I'm just going to assume this class is mature enough and adult enough to understand the problems that all of this implies. If you're sexually deprived or depraved, depraved, not deprived, depraved, if that's all you think about, you're easily manipulated. Honeypot trap has already got you. I guarantee it. So you're in somebody's pocket somewhere. Gateway Pundit, Mike Lachance, January 19th, 2024. Rutgers University students, masked like terrorists, issued demands over school's stance on Israel. Demands that the school breaks all its ties to Israel. I got some questions. First of all, you see the picture? 
that is terrorist imagery. And they're, they're upset because the school suspended them for a month. This is on school property from best I understand. Why is this allowed? You mask yourself like it's freedom of speech. No, Joe. this isn't take your mask off. It's freedom of speech. But it, it right what they've done right here. This is a jihadi symbol. This is a religious holy war symbol. And the university is allowing them to talk, which means they endorse this. Where do you think these college students get the ideas that they can do things like this and get away with it and that it's okay? Well, that's religious freedom, Joe. So if the KKK had a uh, group on, on school where they're in their white hoods out there talking about all this, you think that's going to be allowed? No, because that's racist. Well, they could claim it's religion. No, no, no. That that would be racist. We, see, we, we have to draw a line between racism and religion. But these people, these three students, are attacking the Jews. That's a religious attack. No, that that's okay, though. And they're supporting Gaza, Jews. which is, they're Islamic, which is a government. Islam's a government, not just a religion. But you're talking about semantics here, Joe. This Semantics that make a difference. This right here, this is evil. This is pure evil. If you understand Islam, this is pure evil. And it is being fomented by this school. They're supporting this. And then we have this. Not the B. John Knox, January 18th, 2024. Amazon Prime has a new animated series about heaven and hell and how the devil is actually the good guy. Yeah, folks. The video right there. And the devil's the good guy. He's the victim. I've heard of this series. Yeah. It, it, the sad thing is it's pretty popular. Yeah. Davos blesses itself with a satanic witch. Amazon is pushing Satanism on your children. It got me to wondering if I keep my Amazon Prime account, is that the mark of the beast? It's a sincere question. I don't know. I don't know. Heard a song on the radio the other day. ZZ Top. Tube Snake Boogie. When I was a kid, they would have never allowed that song on the radio. It's about exactly what you might think it is. It's sexual in nature. Any, I, I, I remember when... Um, Hill Street Blues was on and they were showing nudity on the TV. Prime time. Two people in bed. You know, whatever. And there was nudity on there. We have been in a moral decline for decades. The society is ripe to be toppled. We have done away with masculinity, so you do not have men capable of defending our society, let alone want to defend our society anymore. Patriotism has been destroyed. 
uh, the idea or understanding and embrace of law and order has been destroyed. All moral boundaries have been severed, and anybody who tries to cling to anything that once was is labeled the enemy. Capital T Truth is an enemy. And, and what were we told by Huxley? In a time of total depravity, those who speak the truth will be thought an enemy, will be thought mad. We're here. We're here. It's in the headlines. It's everywhere. So what do we do? Once again, the only thing you and I can do is take care of you and I. I just posted a blog post on my business this weekend, yesterday. I did it Sunday. And I told my customers essentially that there are some things in my business that have been bugging me. I'm trying to work on the man in my mirror. And I have some lingering promises to customers that because they're tightly affiliated with me and their friends, I tend to put them off. And in some cases for over a year. That bothers me a great deal all of a sudden. And then there's been some lingering things with the business that I've been needing to do for, in some cases, 20 years. And I've never done it. So I told my customers, that changes this year. Starting today, I'm going to get those promises fulfilled. And the goal, because they're not a whole lot. It's just me being lazy. At somebody else's expense. So the goal is to have them all done by January 31st. And then starting February 1st, I'm going to start fixing those little unfinished jobs on my in my business, on my web store, and, and, and the things I need to get done in the business. And then I'm going to start fixing the unfinished jobs around my house. And if it means that the business doesn't thrive and succeed, well, fine, you know goes out of business. This is about Joe being able to live with the man in his mirror. And it goes much further. If I work on these commitments to other people and to providing the service and product that I want people to pay me for, that's me worrying about my fellow man more than myself. Hopefully, somewhere along the line, that'll rub off on one more person, and they'll do the same. That's the only way I can change this universe, by example. And if I want to change it by example, I had better be the example I want to see the universe change into. And this is one of the biggest reasons I follow the Bible. Of everywhere I've looked, I agree with Thomas Jefferson. The moral precepts and teachings of the carpenter are the best that mankind has ever seen and ever will. So if for no other reason, you follow his teachings. Because that's the most pure moral code mankind has ever seen. Now, I do it because I happen to think he's the Messiah, the son of the living God, but that's me. Whether or not Jefferson agreed, I don't know. Maybe, if I'm lucky one day, I'll get to ask him. Who knows? But if you want to know what we do in the face of all of this stuff, work on the person in the mirror. And then when they try to pressure you, 
into agreeing with their insanity, hopefully you've done enough work that you find the courage to stand up to them and say no. It's time to be Captain America, who was quoting Psalms. Be the tree by the river or the stream that just doesn't move and tells evil, or the world in this case, no, you move. And it doesn't mean go around the tree. It means you move from where you're standing in your moral thinking and your moral positions. You come more in line with the creator of this world. You're going to have to find the courage to say no. That you will not conform or comply. And I know it's not easy. Say you either do this or you lose your job. Yes, I understand, folks. I've got it. I, I get it. I get it. But I also understand that when Yeshua, Jesus, told the rich man, rich young man, you've done everything you need to get into the kingdom. Now sell what you have, give it to the poor, and come follow me. He was like, nope, couldn't do it. Too much to pay. What did the rich young man want most? Did he want to be a citizen of the kingdom of God or did he want to keep his money? The story suggests he wanted his money more. I hope and pray that ain't me. I don't know if it is or not. I still have my Amazon Prime account. I don't know how I'd run my business without it. My only other option is eBay, and that's just as evil. What do I do? I seriously have no answer for you, folks. Don't look to me to give you an answer to this one. I don't know. I can't run my business and feed my family unless I work with these evil people. The only glimmer of hope I have with this is that Yeshua had, and Jesus had no problem telling the disciples, render unto Caesar what's Caesar's and give to God what's God's. Caesar was evil. And he even paid the, the tax using Caesar's coin. So I'm hoping that's an example that, yeah, you can live in the world. Just don't be of it. Meaning, don't conform. So when they say, you have to agree that that man's actually a woman, you say, no. He's a he with a mental problem. Well, Joe, I'll lose all my friends. If they want you to join in their insanity, are they really the type of friends you want to have? Only you can answer that question. I can't. But you better start asking them. And you better start answering yourself. I don't think we have a lot of time. I don't know about you and your world. But I know that for everybody that's closest to me right now in 2024... The last three weeks, the first three weeks of this year have been a mess. And if this is what the rest of the year is going to be like, I'd like to return it now, please. Let's go back to 2023, as bad as it was. And have you noticed from 2020 to 2021 and then 21 to 22 and 22 to 23, 23 to now 24, things are getting worse and worse and worse. And things are moving faster and faster and faster. Like birth pains. Gee, where have I heard that before? 
And nothing that used to cement our society and our world is solid anymore. It's like all the pillars of the earth have been shaken. Good is evil, evil's good. I know it doesn't seem like it. But have you noticed that every sports, all the football teams have to have black in their uniform now? Our local ambulances and fire engines replaced the white with black, so now they're red and black instead of red and white. Y'all do understand that red and black is the color of Satan, right? Well, red and white's got nothing to do. Yeah, it does. White represents the light. Red is the blood of the Messiah. In the case of black and red, red represents a sin and black represents the lack of truthfulness, the lack of Torah, lack of law. Used to be white hat was the good guy. Now it's black hat's cool guy. Y'all, do you work on your spiritual vision? Do you see the symbology changing all around you? Maybe you sense it, but do you see it? Do you understand it? It's in the headlines we just shared. But we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of this world. Do you reflect on any of it? Do you understand it? Would you know how to explain it to your spouse or your children or your parents or the people you work with or your friends? Explain it in a way that they can understand it and, and it, it maybe not agree with you, but at least understand why you're seeing it the way you do? I hope so. And are you preparing yourself mentally for whatever may come? Don't freak out. Don't get scared. I know, Joe, you're scaring the crap out of me all day today. Shouldn't be. You've got to start working on your mental dexterity here. Teach yourself to prepare for anything and everything. It's a simple exercise. Give you an example. I drive down the road sometimes and I think, okay, if that car does this, what do I do in return? If that car turns left in front of me, how do I react? If this car merges into my lane, how do I react? I learned this in the military. The military makes plans for every possible scenario. Why? So that we have already thought out some of what we may need to may need to deal with ahead of time. I know this is probably be boring to you, but I'm going to use it in a, as an example because it's important right now to me. I'm doing a lot of reading about the invasion of Sicily in World War II. It's conjunction with my business and what I do for my hobbies. And as the Canadian division was heading to Sicily, from England to Sicily, they were in a convoy, and they had a bunch of ships with them. And the leader of the Canadian armored regiment was, every day they had a name of all the ships and a hat, and every day they'd pick three of them and say, okay, if these three ships are torpedoed, what do we do? And they would come up with contingency plans. If we lose the equipment and the men on those three ships, what do we do? And one day they pulled three names out of the hat, and the the headquarters equipment had been spread across those three ships. And they decided that if we lost all three of those ships, we're screwed. We're, that's catastrophic. And that'll never happen. So they put those names back and they drew three more. Guess what happened two days later? They lost all three of those ships. 
and they had never planned for what to do. They had a plan for everything else, but they didn't plan on that. So what's this got to do with anything? Teach yourself to just make up silly little scenarios in your head and then go, what do I do? What do I do if I can't get food at the grocery store anymore? What do I do if the gas stations shut down? What do I do if I can't get my medicine anymore? It, it has real tangible benefits. I I was in an accident um, right before COVID. It was in uh, 2019, the end of 2019. We were in a bad accident. Had a young lady turn left in front of my wife and I were driving down the road. And we were in the, the Tacoma I had at the time. Well, I turned right. And I, I watched all the way to the point of impact. I even remember seeing my glasses fly off in the accident. And I had noodled these type of things out in my head. I knew the weight of my vehicle versus her little four-door car. She's a little economy car. And I knew the physics. I knew the angles of impact. I knew how much my car weighed, how fast I was going. The best thing I could do is try to hit the front right of her car at a precise angle that changed the vector of both of our vehicles. The result was all four of us, her and her passenger, my wife and I, all four of us walked away. Bruising, bumps and bruises and all, but we all walked away from that accident. Had I still been in my Tahoe, it would have been a different accident. Because the solution for the Tahoe would have been to hit the gas and power through her car. The weight and the power of the engine in the Tahoe would have made things better on the people in my car had I hit them and just powered through it, probably would have killed her passenger. But had I turned the wheel of the Tahoe, it would still have the same result. It would have definitely killed her passenger, for sure, because of the angles. I do stupid things like this. It's a part and parcel of me now. It was beat into me in the Marine Corps. You need to learn to do the same thing for your house. What happens if the water goes out at my house? What happens if the heat goes out at my house? You know what benefit is for you? These are little domestic problems that you think through in your head so that if and when they happen, you don't freak. You don't go, ah, you've already thought through it. And you put a little time into, okay, well, the water goes out at my house. Well, first thing I got to do is, it, is it the power or is it the pump? It's the pump, who am I going to call for the, you know, the plumber or the well people to come fix it? If it's the power, is it regional or is it just my house? If it's just the house, can I, do I have a generator I can hook up to it to put power if you've got a plan, if you've got something to do, even if it's wrong, it'll keep you from freaking out. It gives you time to think. This is why the military does this. This is what we say that, you know, you fight the way you train. It becomes muscle memory to us. That we react to certain situations instinctively because we've trained and trained and trained and trained the same way. It saves lives. Well, the same thing works in your life. You just got to apply it in a different way. Okay. Somebody's house catches on fire. What are you going to do? Somebody gets sick or injured. What are you going to do? It's like, okay, we have a hurricane and you got extended family in the County. Do you know where you're all meeting? You know what you're going to do? Do you not, do you have a plan? Most people put, they put these things off. So when it happens, they freak out. And they end up becoming victims when they shouldn't have been. They should have been an asset to those around them because they thought through it and they were prepared. It makes you mentally agile, less fragile. If the ones who always perish in, in, in bad cases and extreme emergencies are the ones who freak out and panic. 
the ones who keep their head and think through it have a better chance of survival. So if you want to survive, start training yourself to think through the problem. It's another thing they told us in the military. They, they take us and they put us in these situations and they tell us to work the problem. Like in one case, they gave us a two by six, two tires and three barrels and told us we had, you know, we'd go in teams like six man teams and as a water obstacle. So you got two barrels, three tires and a two by six, and you've got to find a way to get everybody across the water obstacle without getting wet. It, we, it can be done. You got to figure it out and you have to work together. And basically what we ended up doing is making a small raft that required you to ferry people back and forth a couple at a time because you were the glue that held the raft together. There was no rope. The people held the raft together. It, it, it worked. There's more than one way to solve these problems, but what do they throw these problems at us for? They're stupid. When you look at them, they're kind of, they're like child's games. It was to teach us cooperation, teamwork, mental agility, and not to freak out because they were also timed. You know, you were under pressure to get this done. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Start teaching yourself. I'm not kidding. If you want to know what to do, that is the number one thing to do. Don't freak out. That takes conditioning. Work on it. I gave you one possible exercise. Just think of scenarios. What do I do if this happens? Like, you're how, you know, okay. I don't want to pick on this. This isn't meant to be derogatory, but let's just say you're a housewife. What do I do when I have a kitchen fire? The grease on my stove cuts just fire. Do I have a fire extinguisher handy in the house? Is it here in the kitchen? If not, husband, if you're a husband, you know, husband of the, why have you not put a fire extinguisher in the kitchen for your wife and showed her how to use it? That's an easy one to come up with. That plan happens more than you think. I've already had to fight that three times in my life. In one time, the house was really good on fire, the whole stove, the cabinets and everything. And there was no fire extinguisher in the house. So what did I do? I grabbed a stove and I went out to the front yard and I scooped up the dirt out of the front driveway. I came in there and I threw it on the grease first and I shuttled back and forth four or five times with the dirt until I had the fire out. Didn't freak out. My mother's outside screaming, just save yourself, get out of the house, let it burn. Uh-uh, no, no, not yet. Thought it through. I was 17, 18 years old. Don't freak out. Because then you become part of the problem and other people have to take care of you. Learn to become part of the solution. Think it through ahead of time. When you see these stories, don't let them make you sad. Don't let them make you, well, mad's cool. I get that, but make sure it's righteous anger. Use them as a motivation. Toughen yourself up. Don't give in to this crap when the world tells you you have to accept some of this stupidity. Uh-uh. No. No. No, there's you another mental. If, if I end up without any friends, then what? Say, Joe, what do you do if you end up without any friends? Buy a dog. You're right. No, I'm serious. Step one, I'm going to buy a dog. Now I have company until I find another group of friends. For me, that works. Maybe for you, it's a cat. I don't know. You and I are each different. All I'm telling you is start getting ready for this. And then ultimately, 
I would strongly suggest you find eternal comfort. For me, it's the scriptures. I believe them. So they can do whatever they want to me. I have hope. Even if they kill me, I still have hope. Some people say, well, it was a false hope, Joe. Okay, if it proves to be a false hope, I still lived a better life while I was here with that hope. Happier. I didn't spend my days fretting and worrying and waiting for the axe to fall. I lived happier. So the days I did have were better. And what happens if it turns out that it is what it claims to be? And the people who laughed at me, they turn out to be wrong. Yeah, up to them. Up to you. It's all I have, unless Charlie has something that he wants to chime in. I think we've had enough today. <laughs> These days are tough on Charlie, guys. He does not like the stories I put together. I'm supposed to give you happy, happy, joy, joy stories sometime soon. I can't find them. I'm looking. I can't find them. Sorry. Nobody's publishing them because, you know, it doesn't sell. Teaching Tuesday tomorrow. Not quite sure what I'm going to teach you just yet. I got a feeling it might, if it goes the way I'm thinking, it might be a series of three or four short lessons, one right after the other. That'll be curious to see how that goes over. Worship Wednesday, again, no idea. I got no idea what's on the slate this week. I know he'll give me something. I don't know what it is. I might. What? Maybe. For Wednesday? Yeah. I didn't think you were ready. Well, I think I am. All right, well. But we'll look at it. We'll find you, out you tomorrow. To Charlie might be doing Worship Wednesday for us. At least the first hour. Yeah. I don't know that I can do two hours. but We'll see. We'll work on it. But uh, stay tuned. We'll find out tomorrow. Because if he doesn't know by tomorrow, that... <laughs> we love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here. We really do. To those of you who have made your donations in the last 24 hours, there are two of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do not want to call you out and make you lose your blessing or anything or embarrass anybody. But, oh, very good timing. It was needed. Thank Yahweh for the two of you being helpful and faithful and in helping us keep the bills paid and the money you donated will go directly to that so that I can use my savings to pay my company's bills. This was a bad month. It always is. So things will get better after this or usually do. So thank you. If you're one of the ones who likes our show and you want to help keep the lights on around here, we would appreciate it. If you'd go to the donut page, which is our funny way of saying donate page, you go to the road to concord.com and it's right at the top. It says help the show. Some of you are having trouble finding the road to concord.com. If you use Google, you will not find us. You're going to have to use DuckDuckGo or another search engine. Google has us buried. I don't even know how many pages down. You won't find us. They've censored me. They want me to pay for the right to be at the top of their page. And even then, they put other people ahead of me if I want to pay because they don't like what I'm saying. Oh, well, tough. Um, but the other pages, you can you can go to the Rumble listings and you'll see the donate link on the bottom of your Rumble descriptions. So if you go to Rumble, you can find us there too. And a lot of times, Charlie will throw the link into the discussion group. 
for those of you who can't afford it, we understand, don't do it. But if you can, we're asking just for a $5 cup of coffee every month, reoccurring donation, or whatever you can afford, when you can afford it. We appreciate it. It goes directly to paying the light bill and the cable bill and modem and all that other stuff. Um, if you like the show enough that you want to share it, please do. Just whoever you share it with, send them a link to the show directly. Ask them to give the show more than one day. Hear the whole thing out and prepare them for me. When we say I'm an acquired taste and we know it. I understand. I get it. I don't mind. You know, we, we joke around here, wasabi black coffee with habanero sauce. You know, I'm the love child of Gregory House and Sheldon Cooper on TV. Yeah, we get it. We understand. Also, if you like what we're doing, please hit the thumbs up buttons or the like buttons. That on this show, those talk directly to Charlie and Natasha. Let you know that let's Natasha, Natasha and Charlie know you appreciate them. It's got nothing to do with everybody outside of the show. That's our way of talking back and forth to them. Otherwise, y'all stay safe. We thank you for being here. We will see you tomorrow. And uh, what we're doing, I don't know, but I guarantee you it'll be interesting because I'm in a teachy mood. See you tomorrow.